Welcome to the Preset Podcast presented by LineStar, your top player picks on underdog fantasy for week three in the NFL. Alongside my co-host, Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. Tyler, we did not have a good week two, but we're here for some redemption in week three. So hoping to crush these picks here. We are using the LineStar app's props AI tool to help us find the best value in the prop market. You can check that out at linestarapp.com. Also, if you don't already have Underdog Fantasy, make sure to go ahead and download it and use the promo code LineStar when you do, and you'll get up to $100 of your first deposit matched. Love Underdog Fantasy. It's a great app, one of my favorites during football season, because if you're in a state like me in California where sports betting is not yet legalized, it's just a great way to get in on the game. You can play a lot of these um, player picks. So... We're going to give you our top five player picks. The first three are going to be the Line Star Teams picks. And then Tyler and I will pick our favorite ones on Underdog Fantasy for week three action. And if you haven't already, make sure to check out our Thursday night um, football video as well. We'll have picks for Monday night football coming up too. Make sure you, if you haven't already, that you're subscribed to the Line Star YouTube channel. We've got a ton of content coming out. Plus, Takedown Tyler has your daily fantasy preview covered so everything you need to know to dominate there he will have it there so make sure you're subscribed to the channel all right and we are offering some money putting this putting the money where our mouth is here as they say so if we hit four of our five someone's getting a hundred dollars if we hit five of five someone's getting two hundred dollars what is how's that sound tyler i feel like we need to give some money out after last week's poor performance by us We're going to redeem ourselves. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. We found some pretty good edge in the market this week. So let's go get it. We're going to start things off with the Atlanta Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts. Higher than 33 and a half receiving yards. In week one, Kyle Pitts had 44 receiving yards against the Carolina Panthers. Week two, just 15 against Green Bay. However, he's got a much better matchup this week going up against Detroit. They ranked 24th in past defense DVOA versus opposing teams tight end. When you look at the tight ends that the Detroit Lions have faced, Noah Gray put up 31. Noah Fant for the Seattle Seahawks put up 56. So Kyle's, Kyle Pitt's in a pretty good spot here. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, I think he's in a really good spot. Obviously, everybody loves his talent. The only question here, is Atlanta going to throw the ball more than 20 times? <laughs> I think they're going to have to in this game, though. Yeah. Uh, the game is in Detroit. Detroit is minus some uh, defensive players there, which mm-hmm. should make it a little easier for Pitts. But also that Detroit offense is just good, and Atlanta is going to need to score some points. And the Lions are allowing almost 58 yards to the tight end this season. So I really like wow. the spot for uh, good old Kyle Pitts. All right. Next up, let's go to Jacksonville's running back, Travis Etienne, over 68 and a half rushing yards. Etienne had 77 rush yards back in week one against the Colts. Last week, just 40 against the Chiefs. However, this week's matchup is a cake matchup for running backs. They're going up against the Houston Texans, who ranked dead last in rush defense DVOA. I expect Etienne to have a big game. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, I think ETN, it just sets up really, really well for him. He is absolutely still the bell cow on this offense. Houston just struggles versus, you know, protecting the run. They're 29th, allowing 114 rushing yards per game over the last nine games. I think that just spells a problem for them and a good thing for us. Yeah. 
You know what? Another good thing for us is the weakness of the Carolina rush defense as well. So we're going to take a look at the Seattle Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker over 63 and a half rushing yards. He had 64 against the Rams in week one. Walker had 43 against Detroit, but Detroit uh, 10th in rush yards is per game allowed. Meanwhile, Carolina ranks 25th, allowing 132 rush yards per game. When you look at the running backs they've faced, Taysom Hill, who's kind of a hybrid running back. Either way, he had 75 on the ground. Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson both had over 50 each. So I expect Kenneth Walker to go over this rushing yards total. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, I I agree. And I mean, last week's game against the Saints was a little interesting because Jamal Williams got hurt. Tony yeah. Jones Jr. had two touchdowns and Taysom Hill was rushing the ball. So they were using a lot of a lot of backs there, but Taysom Hill still absolutely gashed them. Atlanta yeah. gashed them the week before. Now it's set up for Kenneth Walker too. Atlanta's allowing 132 rush yards per game over their last nine. So I like Walker's outlook. And it's this is a super talented running back that quite frankly, you and I have not talked en enough about so far this season. And 100%. I feel like he's in a good position. All right. Now it's time. Yeah. For you he's and in I a very good position. Okay, he's a home run threat. He mm -hmm. literally could get this on one play, know. Uh, you know, so I, I love the line. All right. Now let's you and I go head to head with our picks. Tyler, where are you headed for your favorite pick on underdog fantasy for week three? I'm going to a team with a ton of controversy around it this week. <laughs> the Chicago Bears and DJ Moore higher than 42.5 receiving yards. I just think this line is way, way too low for the talent that DJ Moore has. He's averaged 67.8 over the last five. Chicago's going to have to throw a lot in this game just to keep up. Week two, he had 104 yards. They need to get him the ball to be a good passing offense and they're going to keep doing it as much as they can let's go dj more higher yeah i mean quite frankly the chicago bears are an absolute mess right now but one thing that they yes. are aware of i think is the fact that they need to get some of their playmakers the ball in this one and start cleaning up that offense because quite frankly it is a mess right now but dj moore is super talented and i i really like that spot there nice pick there tyler i'm also going to a pretty talented wide receiver cd lamb over 69 and a half receiving yards line stars projection for lamb this week is over 88 receiving yards this is a player with the highest catch rate in the nfl minimum 15 targets Lamb had 77 receiving yards against the Giants in week one, 143 against a New York Jets defense that is solid. And now he gets a cake defense going up against the Arizona Cardinals, who are 21st in pass defense DVOA versus opposing teams wide receiver one. When you look back at the Giants, Jalen Hyatt, Darren Waller both had over 70 receiving yards in that game. You think CeeDee Lamb, who leads the NFL in catch rate, can't haul in some and put up some yards in this game. Yeah, he's going to have a nice day. Over 69 and a half receiving yards for CeeDee Lamb. He's had a great start to the season so far. The Cowboys... Obviously, the news there is that they are now without their star cornerback in this one who just went down today with a torn ACL. Any thoughts on that news, Tyler? Yeah, that was interesting. It's definitely going to yeah. hurt that Cowboys D. However, I mean, that defense is very, Still very pretty good. solid. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but it's it's definitely a big hit to them. 
We've had a ton of injuries this week, it seems like, and unfortunately it affected a lot of our prop bets for the last week. So hopefully players can start staying healthy. I don't know what's going on right now. I mean, I guess this happens every year, but still, hate to see it. Hate to see it. We we definitely have had some bad variants for that. I'm sure it'll bounce back our way Mm -hmm. soon, so. You know, I tried to get Travis Kelsey in the show, but we were just too indecisive on whether we liked the over or the under on his receiving yards in this one just because <laughs> of the news with Taylor Swift and stuff. It's like, do you do you go over or un- like, do you fade him because of the Taylor? Is that going to be a distraction? Is that I mean, I yeah. see him everywhere, you know, talking about it. He's going to it's just all anyone's talking about right now. Right. Like, is that a distraction? Should we just fade uh, Travis Kelsey until they break up? I don't know. What do you think? Any thoughts? Uh, when we had that conversation, I brought it back to, I don't know what his health is like. Yeah. And I just want to steer clear a hundred percent of that situation. Right. So, but nonetheless, uh, is really for low for him. Like it it's is. 71 and a half, I believe. So that's low for his average last year was 78 and a mm-hmm. half, I believe. So it's still yeah. pretty low, but we haven't seen him do that yet this season because last week was the mm. first game, exactly like you mentioned. Yeah. But we're not going near it. We don't endorse either one mm. for this for these purposes. You know, I'm scared to go against Swift Taylor Swift fans too. You know, that scares me no. as well. <laughs> no friendship. The Swifties. Bracelets. The Swifties are no friendship bracelets. Nice. <laughs> All right, make sure to tail our picks on Underdog Fantasy. And if you haven't already, do us a huge favor. Like this video, subscribe to our channel, comment below, comment enters you into our profits contest. If we hit four or five, we'll give out $100. If we hit all five, we'll double it. We'll give out $200 to a randomly selected commenter, which we'll announce on the show. So good luck out there in Underdog Fantasy. And we will see you guys next time. Have a good one. Good luck, guys.